Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers who go through the back catalog of gaming's yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Uh, hey, bottom caddy corner left. That is Jake. Say hi, Jake. Hi, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Uh, to my left, not caddy corner at all, that is Josh. Why, Josh. hello, everyone. Josh Welcome. is sitting in the dark tonight, but that's okay, because it's a spooky Halloween episode. Ooh. Lightning, thunder. Lightning, <laughs> thunder, all of it. We're... We're not doing, we're not, today we are not doing a back cap. Today, oh, Josh turned the lights off completely. He's sitting in the dark. Welcome. Oh, that's you, actually really. <laughs> welcome. You never know what's going to creep up on him. Today we are picking our top 10 scariest moments in gaming. We're doing it live right here. It could take all night. Who knows? Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, I think the hot button game right now, oh God, Josh has disappeared completely. He's gone. He's gone. It's just me and Jake now. Good riddance. Oh, he's back. Okay, oh, so I think the game that we're all like really into right now is Marvel Snap. Um, yes. Guys, what are your what are your Marvel Snap thoughts? Go ahead. Honestly, um, honestly, it's really addicting. I mean, it's it's one of those games where I kept seeing commercials for it before, and I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. And then after you guys talking about it, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. I can't put my phone down. They were they were hitting me really hard on Twitter, and I was like, you know what? I'll try it. And I tried it and the loop was just like, it's one of those, like whenever I play games like that, I get worried that like, Oh, like eventually they're going to get me and I'm going to have to like spend money. Now I will say that I did buy the battle pass, but it wasn't because like I was stuck in a loop. It was because, Oh, I really like this game. I've been playing for a handful of hours. Let's get the battle pass. I actually like the uh, Miles Morales uh, alternative too. That looks, I mean, it looks really good. The, The eight bit one or whatever it is. Yes, that and then the uh, the one that they show for the cover, you have to get level 50, mm-hmm. or Battle Pass 50. Well, And what I really like yeah, about it is, besides paying for the Battle Pass and paying for the welcome thing that I wanted, there's been no need, because the loop the loop of like keeping stuff going is like pretty constant. And mm-hmm. matches only take, what, three minutes at the most? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say an average of two to three minutes, and then your longest match, maybe five. So for those who don't know, this is a card. Marvel Snap is a card uh, card game. And basically, you're fighting over these three control zones, and you're using cards that are based off Marvel properties. And they all have their different abilities, and the areas, the bases that you're trying to take also have different abilities that change up how you're playing each game, sort of. So, really, it's just about, you know, you, you get, like, at the start of the match, you have, in, like, turn one, you have one energy. So, like, some cards cost one energy, two, all the way up to six. And you have to basically plan out so like that first turn you play a one energy card the next turn you have two you might be able to play a two energy or two one energies and then so on and so forth and then like some of those areas like one will like hey you get five energy boost i think that's the featured one right now that kind of speeds yeah, the so, game speeds yeah, it up in the early. event right so these have like all different uh effects basically so like nick said one can have like a five plus energy for that turn one can give you an energy for every turn that you don't have a card on there one could give you five rocks that they shuffle into your deck, which are useless. <laughs> well, can be used. I mean, they could be well, used if you have one of those, uh, like, Karza. Oh, actually, I've got my Carnage, who basically devours all the cards beforehand and then gives you plus two for every card that was on there. So if I got three rocks on there, my Carnage goes from a power level two to a power level eight. Or even, th- like, it could backfire on a player. So, like, if, like, I have, I forget the dinosaur's name, King Dino or something. Oh, the, the oh, Crimson the Dino or whatever? Yeah, he'll, he gets plus two for every card in your hand, so if you're just holding those rocks, boom, boom, boom. But that's oh, so... That's, it, 
th- think that's my least favorite thing is like everything is so scenario based. Like I, I, I'm coming from Gwent. I'm coming from Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I want to have chains that I know I can pull off. And like the areas kind of ma- like the areas make it fun because you never know what you're going to get each match. But you also don't have like a surefire thing. So like right now I'm built, I'm working on a denial. I'm playing a denial deck. I'm testing. And there are cards that like deny, like, Hey, cards that activate on reveal. Can't do that. Hey, cards that are ongoing. Can't do that. Hey, professor X comes out. No one can put any other cards in this little area. Uh, but it, again, like the way I'm playing that is completely dependent upon what areas I'm getting. Yeah, there was a moment last night I was playing an an all-reveal deck and one of the areas was reveal abilities do not happen. I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then like one of the other ones was uh, the bar for no one or bar bar for nowhere or whatever. That, that's you the know, one the you one. want to leave empty, right? Yeah, the negative, the one person, the, the player with the least amount of energy wins that one. And then I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, I've had several games where I couldn't place anything, so I would have to retreat early just so I would lose at least one, one rank point. Well, and over like two. It feels like when an area, so there's an area where, if you if you control that area or you're winning that area, you get plus three to the other areas. So it feels like games where that is one of the areas that becomes key, and it just it becomes really annoying because you're like, okay, well. If I don't have any, like, if that was, if I didn't know that from the first turn, so the areas reveal one at a time, one turn at a time. So if you play, if you went heavy in an area before it was revealed, and then it's revealed, and then your enemy's like, oh, I can just drop a Hulk and something else and win this. Yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of effed. <laughs> I kind of do that. I do do that when there's an area where no one's touched, like the one where you can't put a card in on two or on turns three, four, and five, and then turn six, yeah, I'll just drop a Hulk there or whatever. <laughs> um, but, like, what I try to do in the game is I try to focus all in one area and then kind of just, like, have to fight over the second one that I have to to win the match. I get tunnel vision because I'll get locked on one, and I'll be like, I'm winning this. But So, like, I'll put, uh, who is that? Is that Steelheart or Ironheart? Mm-hmm. I'll have Ironheart down who, like, Gives, it's uh, a gamble. It's a gamble. See, she gives uh, plus two boost to three random cards on the field, and you're like, okay, yeah. like I need you to put it over here, or like White Tiger or White Lion or whatever her name is will will we'll drop a seven her. a seven plus token randomly on another area, and you're like, okay, yeah. I need you to go to this area, and it never <laughs> it never fucking well, does. What I try to force it, so I'll, I'll keep one, I'll keep the area that I don't I don't need the tiger in like full. Mm-hmm. Just so it's forced to go into the other one. Does it does it do it automatically? I feel like I remember like an early game when I was playing that um, I did that and like it didn't go because the one it wanted to go to was full. Uh, I've never been in that situation. I've never like seen that. that. For me, it's been every time it's full. Okay, uh, it goes to the ones that aren't full or the one that you don't pick. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just misremembering. But um, no, the other the other thing that I'm annoyed by is if you put a card down in a spot and you want to switch it, you got to put it back into your hand. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I thought that was dumb it. too. Yeah. It throws me off. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Come right. on, let me." Because at first I was like, "Oh, I guess I can't undo this at all." Like any other, like any other card game where something like that presents itself, you're like, "Oh, okay, I can just move it." But no, back to the hand, and then, which I guess kind of makes sense because when you lay your cards go in order that you lay them down, so that's important when you're doing that. 
So I understand it from that standpoint, but just let me let me move the oh, card. Speaking of that, did you guys know how uh, sometimes you reveal first over the opponent? Yeah, yeah. it's if your name's highlighted. Yeah, if your name's highlighted, if you didn't know that. So like like Electra Electra is an early card you can play that destroys an enemy's uh, one energy card. So if you go first, the first few times that happened to me, if you go first and you don't get to kill anyone, you just uh, wasted Electra. <laughs> useless. That's how I, I feel about money. the ones like the Guardians too, especially when you have to place them down at the right spot, wherever their enemy drops their card. Like yeah. I can't tell sometimes I'm looking at the field and I'm like, oh they're dead. Like they'll do like their uh, Hawkeye. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, they're definitely going to put something there. And I put it right where the Hawkeye's going to be. And, of course, they're like, nope, I'm going to... And they'll put it somewhere else. I'm like, why? You just wasted your Hawkeye. Why? Like, what are you doing? I do I do like that I'm starting to see a theme in some of, like, the heroes. So, like, like Josh was saying, like, all the Guardians have a, hey, if the enemy plays somebody here, the Guardian gets a boost or the Guardian gets their effect. So I do like that. I want to get in, I want to get into a lot later late game so I can see some of those other cards. I, I want to see... Read- I've already ran into one that I absolutely hate. What? Magneto. I haven't seen Magneto. I haven't played Magneto yet, but I hear he's really good. Dude, okay, so I played him in two rounds back-to-back, and both times he he fucked me. What do you do? So he, What's he do? So he pulls all level uh, cost, I think it's three and fours, uh, to his tile from the enemy team. So if I if I get them all in strategic spots to take the, take the win, he can literally place it on the one that's like really shitty, like the really shitty spot, pull all my powerful cards... I'll beat him in that one spot, even though he has 12 power, and he'll beat me in the other two spots. Is he is he an ongoing or is he a uh, on reveal? I think it's on reveal. On reveal. And what level is he? Uh, he's six. See, and that that's the other issue I have with the game right now. There's no real counter to a six card. Yeah, unless it's because like obviously Hulk is a six with just you know high energy whatever, but. You can you can kind of counter those depending on I guess areas. What I try to do with them is I'll try to get like one spot specifically that I know they're gonna fight me for. Like I go for the like the heavier spot and I will reinforce it. So I'll do uh, I'll do Hawkeye. Oh, this is my my try to order Hawkeye, um, Punisher, Captain America, and then depending on what spot it's in, like if it's like in the middle, I'll do like a Medusa or uh, if it's a um, right or left i try to go like my level six because normally what happens is when they do that i'm able to use like odin for example to redo um or not uh odin what's the other one i'm thinking the one that does the ongoing oh um, uh is that spectrum on uh, onslaught 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 okay do onslaught and i basically boost myself 10 times over so i, I like i'll destroy them in that spot i just i wish there was a clearer way to counter because if you're going if you if you're going first on the sixth turn and you know they're getting ready to throw down throw down something that's going like if they're going to throw down a hulk it's a lot harder to beat it if you're going for first or second i forget the it's just harder to beat those six cards especially if you're like tied it kind of it kind of it's like that it's like uh top decking it's almost like top decking at that point yeah, I would say it's definitely harder to do, but I think once you get an idea of what they're going to do and what the field looks like, you at least have a chance. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've looked at the field and I'm it's close in every single spot, and I'm like, well, I have to basically just pick and hope they pick that spot and win. My, and then they pull uh, a Magneto. Like, there's, there's moments where, like, I'll play Yondu, and 
you know, they'll destroy one of their cards, and I could kind of tell what they were going to play, depending on what cards destroyed. Like, one time, Yondu uh, destroyed Odin. I'm like, yep, all right. I snapped instantly. I was like, I knew exactly I, I how love, this guy was going to play. <laughs> that's my new favorite fuck you time to snap, is, like, dropping Yondu, yep. seeing what's destroyed, and then snapping. Because then most of the time, they're either, like, they're either like hesitant to snap or they just fucking leave. Yeah, they're like, nope. Mm-mm. They're like, nope. You just destroyed. You destroyed my. You destroyed my guy. I, I can't. I can't stay for this. What's your um? What's your guys' favorite card so far that you've used? Hmm. I, I would have said Odin, but I really like Yondu right now. Yondu's a really good opener. Josh, I have to say, mine's Nightcrawler. It's just nice being able to move him. Oh, I actually maxed him out. I maxed out Nightcrawler, and then you get um, you can get a modded copy. So then you get like a new copy that's like rainbowed out, and you oh, okay. get to do the, the frame break and that's the cool. 3D again. So I'm not sure what happens after you do that, but they yeah, just I got keep Nightcrawler it going. You, get, done. you probably get like a gold or like a hollow or something like that. Maybe. And then uh, so my favorite that I've used so far is Galactus. I haven't I haven't seen him yet. I've pulled him out of the uh, Professor X area. Where you get a random card on uh, turn three. So then I'm getting and close. Actually, no, it wasn't turn three. I got him beating uh, when you fill that area up. The first one to fill up the area, and you get a six power that costs zero. Did you have an open spot to use him, though? To like, yes. use his effect? Yeah, so his effect, um, he basically wipes out all the other areas. Dude, <laughs> that's a big fuck you. Yeah, so I played that, and the guy was just the guy used that little uh, command thing. He's like, "What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> I so I think I broke the game at one point. So you know the area where like if you play a card, like it makes three copies of the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Odin, and so it made three. It made four copies of Odin, and Odin's ability is that everyone who has an on reveal ability. Does oh, it? Shit. So oh, it was no, just like just... it was seriously like a minute long loop of all four of them doing it over and Did over they, and over again. Please tell me they retreat because the, they were just tired of watching it. The guy responded like, "What's like?" He had the little butt like, "What happened? Yeah. Oh, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. What do you do?" <laughs> My favorite thing I've done, and I haven't done it recently because they pulled them out, is pulling out the, uh, um, not sentries, um, the box. Sentinels? Sentinels, putting them on the the cloner. <laughs> so you do it, they clones them, and then on top of that, you get one uh, comes down, gets called. <laughs> I've done I've done that, and I pulled out uh, what's his name, uh, the uh, the Rex. I literally at one point had like my hand full. I mean, he was. I won that spot with just the Rex alone. <laughs> I do I do just love like the the nonstop of that Sentinel coming in. Like the themes are just amazing. I do have to ask, who's everyone's least favorite card? I'm going to open with mine being Iron Man because it just feels broken every time. It's I, yeah, or something. I, I can't, I can't deal with Iron Man. Um, you heard mine, Magneto. Tough one, Magneto. He's, um, he's, I want him, but I hate him to go against because he's such an asshole. Mine might be Cable right Cable. now. Really, Cable's because pretty, there are Cable's for, good. Cable will take one of my cards. Like, one of the cards I need, because, like, I'll see him take it, and in my head, I'm like, That's, he probably took my Onslaught or my Blue Marvel or, you know, someone I need, and I get pissy, because I'm just, like, waiting towards the end. I haven't got Onslaught or Blue Marvel yet. I'm like, he's fucking got my card. You know what I'm surprised doesn't get used nearly as much, though, is Bishop. Bishop's, I've seen a lot of Bishops. I've seen, I've, seen, of bishops. I've seen him more. I've seen him more I the don't... last few days. 
I yeah, I agree. I see him a little more, but I don't think he gets nearly used as much as he should. He's a really good card, especially for early on. Especially if you he's... start like dropping. Especially if you like play bishop and then drop a squirrel girl. Yep. Yeah, he's. I want to say he's good, especially with this five power event. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because you can get him early. Because that's kind of like with uh, using uh, what's her name, Angela. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she's one of my favorite cards right now. Well, that was Marvel Snap. Obviously, we're all obsessed with it right now. We also finally played Inside the Back Rooms the other day. Oh, um, dude. Just a little teaser, yeah. Just a, just a little teaser. Um, dude, the face. So so for those who don't know, Into inside or into the Back Rooms is a YouTube series that got popular over the last year, made by a college student. Really good stuff. Go check it out, especially that first video. But um, this game, you're basically wandering that area, and... You have the TV head. I think there's the dog girl that was mentioned in a future video mm-hmm. or a later video. And then there's um, the face, <laughs> the fucking face. <laughs> I honestly, like after playing it, I'm kind of like more confident now. I'm not really scared. Well, I mean, we only I say saw that three. as I don't play it right now, but. <laughs> we only saw three of the things. That I think there's like 12. So that, okay. So that was one of the levels I was going to ask because. Going in, I was like, "Oh, these are all going to be randomly generated." But the one that we was played was the same. The one we played was the same. I, I think for the most part, it's the same map. It's just the puzzles are slightly different as far as where you find things. Okay, because like the once... puzzle for the elevator was different. Where we found the clock hands were different. Where we found the uh, screwdriver and the hammer, I believe, were different. I just I wish that it was a little more organized. I, and I know you're, the purpose of the game is, hey, you're in the back rooms, you're lost, you're not supposed to have any direction. But any kind of indication, like what to do, what to do, like why the fuck am I doing? Why am I why am I hunting down these hands on this clock? Like what? And then what? What? What is this going to open for me? Where Where are we going? Here's I, the I, better. Here's the better question. Why are these random? Like, I've watched the YouTube videos. Why is there random shit everywhere where in the videos all we see is endless halls? We should just be endlessly looking for the exit. It shouldn't be we're doing puzzles or looking for pieces. Like, it literally should be us, re- I, like, to the endless mind. Like, I mean, there's so much potential there, but I don't understand the puzzle aspect. Like, don't give me that. Give me procedurally generated areas and have us literally search for hours to find the exit. Make it make it big. Yeah, I agree. Like, why am I like the occasional puzzle is fine. Like the elevator puzzle, that's the right amount of puzzle. Yes. Yes. But everything else that it was doing, it was like, I just want to I just want to be like roaming randomly looking for where we need to go. Like, I don't I don't understand the the clock. I didn't understand the body parts because we hadn't gotten that far. Mm -hmm. The keys were fine. I think the keys are okay. Like, that's okay. Sure. Maybe. But. Even then, the, like, no, it should just be endless halls. The coat pad was okay, too, with the bodies on the ground. But that's just, to me, it's like, okay, like, give me a uh, give me a reason other than you're going to give me some almond water and uh, insanity pills. And I honestly also, don't understand the insanity pills. I, I think, yeah, there's no, there's no marker for your insanity. I think, and this, I think this is still early access, right? It's not, it's not 1.0 yet. No, and even then, like, don't get me wrong. It's only like, it was like five bucks. So like for five bucks, it's not terrible. There's just some things you would think they'd fix, especially with what Laura is now, especially currently available. I think we are seeing the monsters way too much. Yes. I think the monsters need to be more spaced out and they're in like, 
my other big pet peeve with it was the the ambience was so loud like my ears <laughs> are still ringing from it i want i want to see what you think playing it in vr <laughs> yeah i mean i've got my vr charging now actually that might be for that might be something to do soon <laughs> not ready for that has any <laughs> has anyone played anything else before we get yeah. into our main event jake oh overwatch 2 i mean it's been fun how, how, how <laughs> is that i hate the ranking system ranking <laughs> system's bullshit oh it's bullshit um now, like, do they make so... you watch do they make you watch the mandatory sexual harassment in office video yes. okay yes wait um, what what so, is this no 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 you just random bullshit i'm random bullshit keep going I know exactly what he's talking about, but because Blizzard, it's Blizzard, Nick. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. People were bitching about uh, Overwatch Two not having loot boxes and all that stuff. I think we talked about this in the last podcast. I think we did, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, they're trying to pay off that lawsuit. Like, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but what the the ranking system? It's either you win seven games and your rank adjusts, or you lose twenty games and your rank adjusts. And I've was silver four. I won seven games, still silver four, won another seven games, still silver four, another seven games. Guess what? Silver four. And I'm just like, what's going on? It's a long way to the top. It's it's ridiculous. And that's just playing support. I mean my my DPS, I'm not waiting long because supports queue times for the game if you do the roll queue. It's very short. You don't have to wait for anything because no one wants to play support. It's not a hard role to play, but everyone wants to play. Be that COD soldier guy that wants to, you know, do damage, but none of these guys want to do damage. So let me get this straight. They took a system from one of their more popular games, put it into a game that no one likes playing support once again, and now nobody is able to play because no one wants to play it. So they actually moved to role queue back in overwatch one because of a team called goats that made the game very boring <laughs> what they did in overwatch league they played uh i think it was three tanks and three support so no one was playing dps because they figured out that you don't really need to play dps as long so as then, your tanks are defending your supports you never lose exactly so then when people caught on so like, oh shit, this is optimal. Everybody started doing it. And so everyone hated it because it made the game boring. So then Blizzard was like, all right, we're going to do roll queue to where you can only have two tanks, two support, two DPS. Wow. Can't have any more of those. And then with Overwatch 2, they took out one they, they took out one player. So now instead of six players, it's five players. And you, you have one, one less, tank. It's less one less tank, right? Yeah, so it's one tank, two damage, two support. Poor tanks. It's goats, man. It was just goats. Goats screwed everything. Thanks, goats. Well, I'm glad that's still miserable for you, Jake. Yes, still. It's uh, fun. Games are fast, but good. yeah. The only the only two things I have is I was playing. I've been playing Signalis. That uh, Signalis? Am I saying that right? I do not know. Uh, I'm working on a review for that for uh, Game Chronicles. That is from, uh, what is the team called? That is Rose Engine. I believe that's their first game. But it's a uh, it's a horror, like Resident Evil type, like tank controls. Very, very, um, very throwback. It's very like sci-fi. It's like almost, it's almost kind of like Alien where it's got like the, um, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like dirty sci-fi where everything's like grungy almost. That's fun. That's almost, been... almost like a steampunk, I guess. Yes. But okay. like not so not steam, like not like. Well, no, no, no. I meant like steampunk isn't like the atmosphere, not so much like the. the you know what I mean? Well, when I think steampunk, I think, well, you know, it is kind of anime girlfriend, but it's like. A darker steampunk. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. Sorry, this review on the um, this review on the Steam page is cracking me up. All it says is the McRib is back, and it gives it a thumbs up. Oh, <laughs> that's all that yesterday. Uh, and then this this other game I'm playing is called TriFox. It's basically a crash. It's a send up to Crash Bandicoot and Ratchet and Clank, which is the weirdest thing to think about because it's in, it's basically two separate developers who are doing some similar things at different times. Uh, it's fine. It's all right. It's not, you go, you go to rescue, someone steals your TV remote and you basically go into this like vortex. It's kind of like crash bandicoot three. It's got like the platform and everything. So you step on the button, you warp to the zone. Uh, the combat's not just spinning. Like you can buy different guns and shit and buy like magic and you can like pair it up and it's pretty cool. It's just, it's an old, it's an old, it's a throwback to platformers. For some reason, PS One games are in right now, so that's what everything tends to be right now. <laughs> but they're both fine. Uh, those reviews will be up soon. I got to write them. But that's all I've got. Are you guys ready to get into the top ten moments of horror? Yeah, let's see if we can uh, come up with some type of list. Let's see if we can do it. So the way we're gonna do this, uh, we all jotted down some moments, and we're gonna. We're going to try and narrow it down to 10. So if you've ever listened to like a game of the year discussion done on a, any gaming podcast at all, it's something like that. We're going to try this out. Uh, and I'm going to open it with a non-horror game moment. Like it's, it's, a horror, it's a horror moment, but it's not out of a horror game. What do you guys think of Samus X from Metroid Fusion? Okay, so I've been thinking about it ever since you mentioned it. And... <sighs> I think maybe to a kid, it's really scary, especially when you start running into uh, the SAX uh, throughout the show. Like, not just the first time where you see inside the visor and see the 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 pupil and everything missing, but just in general, it's I, I don't know if it's top 10 worthy, in my opinion. Yeah, so I'm going to have to agree with Josh that maybe to a point where, like, I don't even as a kid we were playing it, I wasn't terrified. I think, if anything, I was terrified when... That moment, you have to run away from it and try to freeze it while you're trying to run away, because that's like a oh stressful moment. But I I don't think it's a I don't think it's that scary. I don't think it's I don't even think it's top twenty to be honest. But I mean, just think like there's that first moment where it comes out of the hatch and like it does the does the eye thing like you mentioned. That's pretty scary. But yeah, that first moment where you're like, because I think every other Metroid game before that, the only time you ever ran is like when the planet's destroyed and you're you're off on your own. Like you're like I gotta right. get out of here. This was like the first time where like you ran into something you could not beat and you had to run. And it kind of, I don't know, it fucked with you. Like Metroid Dread last year, Josh, didn't, did they have Samus X back or was it just the um, the robots? I'm trying, I forget their names. The, uh, the, um... yeah, it was not Samus X. Samus X not back. It was the the creatures that raised our camera, the damn names. Now, yeah, but, but they were, yeah, they were like, cause they got taken control they of were it. Somewhere, cause they got, they got turned into the same thing. Cause the X uh, was back or the yeah. X parasite was back. Like, and, cause I think of like those areas, oh, I think of like sneaking through those areas is kind of scary, but nowhere near the SAX. I'll, I'll drop it. You guys obviously aren't for it, well, but I thought well, that I, was, 
so I, I I agree that when you're running, it, it's scary because, like Jake said, it's stressful. If anything, for now, we can leave it at 10, but I I know for a fact that it's going to get removed. As well, soon then as why? We... If we're, if we're going to remove it, why even? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm just saying. Like, we could if you wanted, but it, to yeah, me, it's um, just not up there. I'm crossing I, I can think of 10 other things. Cross that shit out. It's going. All right. All right, Jake. Indulge us. I got you. Uh, I got you. Batman, Arkham Knight, the Man Bat Encounter. Oh god, that is scary. Okay, so yeah. so build it up for those who don't know the Man Bat Encounter. Um, so I believe I'm not even I don't even I haven't even played the game. To be honest, I just remember <laughs> seeing it in lists. <laughs> but I think you're just like randomly, randomly flying around, you know, doing Batman stuff, and you happen to come across a building, and Man Bat's right there. He like unexpectedly just kind of, like tries to swipe at you. He like, screams right in, in your face. face too, right? Yeah, I think so. And then you have to chase him down. Uh, you know, I think it's a scary moment. I think it's a jump scare that, like, they do it once. And I think they try to do it again with the Joker later on. They actually do it several times throughout, uh, and previously. And they did it a couple times with some of the other characters. So it was like, it's just more of a jump scare than really it is like a... Once again, it, it's more of a jump scare. And even then, after the first time, it's not so much of a scary moment. It's just more like, oh, fuck what now? Whatever you were trying to do, it turned into, you know, now you're doing something else. I think if there's a scary moment in this in the Arkham series at all, like at all, I think it's split between being in Killer Killer Croc's lair trying to avoid mm-hmm. him, and then um, I actually I think that might be it. <laughs> or I mean, Scarecrow scare probably up the there. Scarecrow yeah. stuff's pretty scary too. I think I'd go Killer Croc over Scarecrow because I think Arkham those Arkham games did a lot or did did the same scare over and over again whereas the killer croc was it was only in that area you weren't messing with anything like that ever again yeah i don't think man bat makes a cut okay i tried i tried man bat he never wanted to be man bat anyway maybe next time man bat josh what you got uh i don't have a particular instance because in general it's such a, you have to bring it up i'm going to do an easy one just to knock it out is uh sound hill pt Lisa, are you the only one that's played Silent Hill PT? No, I thought Jake said he came over and played. Yeah, it. I played it too. I played it too. So what is so now, scary about Lisa? It? No, it just <laughs> seems like it's it seems like it's this motherfucker that's just floating around, just trying to scare you. And so, I mean, it, it to to an extent, yes, you are right. It's basically so. So those who don't know, Lisa is essentially the like the antagonist or the ghost in all of Silent Hill PT, and what would have been the the actual game that was. Uh, Norman Reedus before he went over to Death Stranding because uh, Konami and um, Kojima, Kojima had a falling out. Mom and dad so, got divorced. Yeah, mom and dad got divorced and they did not want to share custody. So essentially, Lisa is the, the ghost following you the whole time and then you're doing, you're going around this whole, uh, this house basically and it just keeps you running back loop and loop and loop and it gets like creepier and darker and gets messed up. Like, it's left such a print. The demos left such a print on the gaming community. I can't tell you how many games followed it in its steps. I mean, even like uh, um, the Blair Witch Project. There's a couple of indie games that came out that just started to follow it because it was. I mean, it was so good. But how long did it you, take to beat PT? It wasn't very long. I think it's you could run short. it. I think you could run through it in like 15 minutes. But if you sat down and went through all of the stuff, it was like an hour. I'd be I'd be willing to keep it just because it's how long this is almost ten years ago now. 
and it yeah, was still... it was basically a proof of concept, but people still will not shut the fuck up about it. And really, and they're still finding things from it. Like people have extracted data from it and show things. Like the biggest thing that they revealed is the whole time Lisa doesn't disappear. Like when you yeah, see Lisa's... her, so she, she's behind the whole, you the whole, the whole time. time. The whole time. So I wonder because there. So Capcom. Prior, some people believe that Capcom was like, oh, we got to do first person after PT was shown. But I think Capcom was already working on Resident Evil uh, 7, like right around the same time as PT. I do, I do wonder because that and Remake 2 have the, not the Nemesis system, but what's the system called where someone, the creature's trying to hunt oh. you down? Uh, Mr. X? Well, it's called Mr. X, but like the, the way it's programmed where they're like roaming the halls with you. Oh, I don't know. I I wonder if they had something like that in mind for Lisa, where like she was like, if in if the PT had ever become a big actual game, like she was like current present at all times throughout the game. Josh is doing his research. I think PT do your research. Can, do your research. I think PT can stay for now. I uh, that just just the thought because I was gonna bring that up too. It's just Mister X and the Resident Evil Two remake. Like just hearing him walking around the police station not even in the same room as you is terrifying hearing those because you know oh he's coming well i remember i remember before remake 2 came out like people were very on the fence about it like people were like oh this is like why are they doing this what why capcom like come on and then it came out and like it blew people it blew the doors away and i think like once you get past the police station, the game doesn't. The game is nothing. Like William Birkins, who because you were terrified of Mister X the entire time. Yeah, actually, no, I actually hated fighting Mister X like on the elevator. I did too, but I think I think with Claire's campaign, it made it a little better because he came back. That the whole when you finally get back to Sherry, and all you hear is, "Don't." and she's like and she screams and you turn around and it's mr x and you have like you can only go down the hallway and you don't know what's gonna happen like that shit scared me i won't admit that much that part like made me jump a little bit all right so i vote on lisa and mr x staying for right now um moving down my list uh can you guys remember this uh little it's not an indie gem but you remember this little gem condemned criminal origins I do. I know which is exactly which part you're. Oh, I know about. what you're talking about. So basically, the game is first person, like beat 'em up. It's very grungy, very dirty. You're a detective investigating a serial killer. You go into a department store, and there's this whole scene with like moving mannequins, and like there's a point where like actual mannequins are moving, and then there are people dressed like mannequins. Like you're walking down a lot an aisle, and you see a mannequin person walk by, and it's this whole scene of just like, like fucking mannequins are scary, okay, and just for them to play with that, like this is a, this is a great game. Sixteen years old, and you basically beat a mannequin to death. <laughs> and so many, so many scares in this. It was the the dumbest thing, the dumbest, scariest thing. But I beat a mannequin to death with a um, a pencil or a paper cutter, <laughs> paper cutter blade. It doesn't have to stay. I just thought it was, I thought it was worth bringing up. No, it's definitely a good one. I mean, Jake, what do you think? Um, for it, the mannequins, um, yeah. I mean, like, cause you're in the mall, right? No, uh, it's not a mall. I thought it was. A, I think it's like a little. It's a, it's kind of a mall. It's more of a department store, I think. I think it's like a yeah. mini mall almost. I think yeah. going through the I've back. Seen that. 
I sort of seen that and like just not wanting to play the game after that. I'm just like, nope, mm-mm. it's creepy. I'm out. It's creepy. I I'll, I'll add one more to that. The uh, the fear ladder scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because Alma is a scary little girl and you go down to climb a ladder and you know, when you're climbing down a ladder in a game, normally that's like your, that's your safety safe. You're safe. No one's going to hurt you, but you turn around she's fucking standing right there. Oh my God. I need to replay. Isn't that like, don't you find out that that's like your mom or something? something yeah. You like find that. out in three that it's your mom and the serial killer that you're hunting down in one is actually your brother. It's very anime of them. Yes. Very anime. Don't and then you, you weren't together to kill her at one point, but you're different. Uh, number two. And number two, but you're a different person. Okay. Whew. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. No. It was close. There's no, there's nothing that, no, that in there. No, no, no. But you know what? With all the Rick and Morty and House of the Dragon stuff, it would fit in right now if it were the case. <laughs> hmm? Fear. That's the truth. Hey, guys. Hey, Monolith. Get back on fear. Um, I think we can cut both of those. I think those are just worthy of bringing up. Yeah, they're just tidbits. It's not like really scary. Like, you, it, I, I, let's let's make it clear though. I think if it's just one or two jump scares, it shouldn't count because it, like it's just jump scares. They're not really scary. I think it, I think if it's an effective jump scare, it can be on the list. It doesn't matter. Okay, if it's an, but it has to be very effective. Yeah, I think if it's effective, it can be on the list. That's what I said. <laughs> no, what, Jake? What, what, bring up your next one. I want you to beat Nick. Right, I got you. Come I on. got you. I got you. Um, so when you're about to drown in Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, can I can I add on to that then? That music we'll just say, playing, that music playing, the music up there. But the one I was thinking is in Sonic CD, that creepy uh, Easter egg face. No one's oh, played I Sonic CD. No one's played Sonic CD though. You're the only I'm just one. Saying. You're the only one that's out here uh, standing for Sonic you guys, CD. You guys need to like vent, like branch out, be more cultured. Oh, very cool. We're very cultured over here, Josh. I just brought up Fear and Condemned Criminal Origin. Ooh, do Xbox 360 games. Look at you go. Oh, yeah. Very, very cultured over here. (laughs) Um, I think think it can stay for now. We'll probably find 10 other things, maybe. I don't know. But it can stay for now. I'm going to shoot my shot right now. All right, let's, let's see the shot. The Xenomorphs and Alien Isolation. Just oh in general. Oh, God. I, that's getting on the list. You know it is. That's not shooting your shot. Well, exactly. My shit's getting on the list because I'm naming them before you guys. That's not how this works. That's did not you, how this works Did you know this about the Xenomorphs, though? So if you're wearing a mic or you're playing on the PS4 with the built-in mics to your controller, they can actually hear you. If you're talking to somebody or doing something and they can it picks up on that mic, that's actually how you die early. Like when you're hiding and all of a sudden they find you and you're like, what the hell? That's how they found you. I did not know this, but I'm not going to wear a mic. I'm not going to have my mic on when playing this. No, but if you have a PS4 controller and you're playing on the PlayStation, you don't have much of a choice. I'm taping over Unless you that mute shit. It. They'll find you. It's, it's, it's one of the scariest monsters ever created. Of course, it's making the list right now. Um... All right, here's one. Here's one, you son of a bitch. Uh, the Witcher 3, The Crones. Yes, I, I have to agree. That shit is terrifying. And you go back. You go back. You think... You, so they... It's... Everybody knows The Witcher 3. There's a scene involving... It's not the Red Baron. It's the Red something. I forget what he's called. But his wife's been kidnapped by these crones. And there are these disgusting witches that live in the woods. And they're terrifying. Like, one's got, like, 
body parts hanging from her neck. Another one's just like this big lady wearing like a honey pot over her face. The, uh, if you don't, if you haven't seen the crones from Witcher Three, go ahead and look it up. It's fucking terrifying. But there are a bunch of children they have with them, and you basically you're going to fight this old spirit that they hate, who I think is like their mother or something or their father. And basically, the choices you make either kills the woman you're trying to save, or they end up killing the children that you're trying to save from the local village. That whole that whole south was that the southeast region of that map. Terrifying, terrifying mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah, I it's good. That's good. Okay. I'm adding it to the list. You guys yeah, keep, on, keep on going. One. I got to go one. close the door real quick. Yep. Jake, go ahead. What do you got? I, I got Five Nights at Freddy's when Foxy's rushing down the hall. You ever seen that? Okay. You ever experienced that? I have experienced <laughs> that. That's, that's it. Honestly, just about anything chasing you down the hall. I, honestly, just about all the death scenes and all the Five Nights at Freddy's. That and then I would say even the VR shit. All that shit is up there. Is that? Because I I because when Foxy you see Foxy running down the hall, uh, on the camera, you have one second to close that damn door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's it's. I'd say it's definitely up there as it, it needs to be on the list. But it, it really, all of Five Minutes of Freddy's can be on the list as for top scary moments because there's just so much. I mean, there's a reason it's grown to what it is. Uh, and even ha- just reading on how they actually kill you, and like the reason for them killing you. Yeah. Well, like I said, there's a reason why they they have all their books, they have all their merchandise. I think there there's still talks of a movie. I could be wrong on that. I mean, it's they they made a staple in the franchise, and people. It's one of those games people don't show up about, or one of the franchises people don't show up about. It's up there you, for sure. You hear all that, Nick? Is this Five Nights at Freddy's the the hallway jump? Yeah. No. Oh, it's not the hallway but, jump. It's when it's when you you see Foxy running down the hall on the camera, coming to you, and you have a second to close the damn door before Foxy gets you. Foxy, I'm gonna have to look this one up. I'll look it up, but I I will take you if you guys think it should stay for now. I I agree. Well, like I said, really all Five Nights at Freddy's, but just for this particular one, I would say for sure stay because there's a lot of moments in the in the franchise that just really gets to. You. Even if you know it's coming, it still gets to you. Yeah, and that's one of them for sure. I personally haven't played it, but I've seen people play it, and I'm like, mm, you know, I'm good. I'm good. How about uh, Laura, the Laura scenes in uh, the Evil Within? I have not played that. You're gonna have to sell me. Yeah. You're gonna have to sell me on this. Okay. Yeah, so, so essentially, you're. So it's like the beginning of the the game, essentially, where you're like walking through. I believe it's one of the mental hospital or the mental hospital itself. But you're you're walking through, and you kind of see like a human face come out of a dark puddle, and then all of a sudden you see hands come up, and they're like they've got claws and stuff. You're like okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you've got four more limbs that come out and she chases you down the hallway and the, yeah. the doors are locked and shit. And the game gives you no time to process what you've just seen. Yeah. Well, literally you are immediately put into a chase scene and running for your life. Is she in both of them? No, just the first one. You sure? I'm pretty sure I've heard that she's like, I haven't played the game. I'm aware of the character. Oh, okay. So you okay. So she might be based. So I haven't played all of two, but I think she's based off of the mother. Okay. So she, I think she does come back and she's like a final boss fight in two. I don't know. I think because this list, 
Like, I think she can get cut personally because I think this list is going to be a lot of like, oh, this scary monster chasing you. Like, we've already got Lisa and Mr. X. I know we're going to probably talk about um, Pyramid Head, um, Lisa Trevor or the Crimson Heads. Well, I mean, so, okay, so... Do we just knock all those out now? Then say none of them. Because no, I mean, no, we can keep we can keep coming back to them. Like I think the ones that resonate the most with people. I just don't see Lisa like when comparing her to like the pyramid heads of the world. The um, I mean, with, like, but, here? okay. Let's, so if we're gonna argue with it at that point, I think with crimson heads they should be knocked off the list too because those. I mean, you you know, like oh, you're right. The first time it's gonna shove you. After that, you know what to look for. Well, I think I think crimson heads would go over her because, and here's why. First Resident Evil, Crimson Head's not a thing. This time around, like they, so in the remake, in the original Resident Evil remake, you say that 10 times fast, um, you, they don't really spell that out for you. Um, yeah, they do the one in the coffin that's considered kind of like a mini boss, but you don't really have any idea that, oh, hey, you know that zombie in the first room that you killed? If you didn't decapitate him or burn his body, that motherfucker's coming back. Add on to the uh, add on to the fact that these zombies can now like if you leave the room and get away, they can now bust through that door and chase you. I think I think that's terrifying, especially because they were playing with expectations there. Like your expectations were like, okay, I kill the zombie, it's gone. I go out the room, it's gone. I think the combination of zombies being able to go into the next room and then also that they can reanimate again and be faster, deadlier, and basically be like hunters. It's terrifying. Thank you, the tiebreaker. Uh, for Laura. Well, just in general, like as far as like, do we bring them up? Like, is that? I mean, Crimson Heads. Okay, so Laura, fine, we can knock her out. But Crimson Heads, do you agree that that they oh, should be? They shouldn't. No, they shouldn't be in there. You guys suck. Um, I got another <laughs> one. Another one. Um, how about the Kana Canyon in Majora's Mask? Is that the one with the the dead popping? The dead. Up? Yep, you got the eerie music, you got the mummies. Hmm. Yeah, the, the I'm, fucking I'm getting, moon. I say, I got to the moon. Yeah. Thanks, Jordan, for that little heads up. <laughs> I mean, I think I think if you're picking anything from Majora's Mask. I mean, you could literally pick all of Majora's Mask because really it's it's just just the visuals alone is pretty fucking terrifying, but then it's getting to the nitty gritty of it all. It's a pretty fucking scary game. Well, and I think if you're picking like a, the scariest part, I think the eel den that you have to go into to get those Zora eggs, pretty fucking terrifying. Putting the fucking mask on in general. I mean, that shit is like, why? But, yeah, why and, why do we have to, like, it's, it's, uh, it's all fucking black and white. Like, what the fuck? Nintendo is like, hey, you know, we've, basically have this engine we already built let's just fucking fuck around but i could see a Kana canyon making it i mean how they made a creep they made a creepy pasta about the damn game like come on no yeah ben drown yeah ben drown um i could see that i got another i got another one real quick um what about lisa trevor i mean lisa trevor's scary i think i think personally like, I think she's more sad and tragic than scary, especially once you've had, like, read her file and everything. Uh, I personally think the scariest thing in the original Resident Evil is Crimson Heads, but we've already voted them out. 
Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I got another quick one. Getting caught by Slender. Oh, that is a good one. Oh. Mm. Well, so so I was gonna bring him up actually. Just the the original game, the eight uh, pages. Yeah. Just, yeah. Not the not the just, longer one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not original, original, but then yeah, again, the Arrival. There's more scary things in Arrival than there is in just no, Slender alone. So yeah, no, I agree. I do agree that there's more scary, but there's something about just playing the original, putting some headphones on uh, and playing in the dark and just tr going through and just all of a sudden you're, you know, you're in the uh, bathrooms, you grab a page, you walk out, all of a sudden you see him in the distance and he's staring at you and your screen starts to go static. You're like, oh fuck. So you turn around and you walk in a different direction and all of a sudden he's right around the corner looking at you. Like it, procedurally generated enough that it's every time I feel like it's scary. The, the bathroom, like going into that, the the maze or the bathroom or whatever it was. Yeah, the bathroom maze, yeah. Like, especially towards the end where, like, he's already, like, he's already pretty fucking close and you're, like, mm -hmm. down to, like, your last page or two. And, like, if you're not careful, he could be waiting for you in the bathrooms. I, I could see him staying for right now. He, yeah, he could definitely stay. Uh, I've got, I've got an off, I've got off the beaten path one that I didn't bring up earlier. Uh, the Carl Stuckey moment in Alan Wake. I don't know. I never actually played it. So Alan Wake, um, basically the first area I think is like a lumberyard, and the guy, the the not the landlord, but like the the guy who runs the mill, basically gets possessed and he's haunting you through the mill the entire time. And like he says, oh, yeah. he says his name, Carl Ducky, and he says it over and over. It's just terrifying. It, I mean, it doesn't have to stay, but I thought that's something that stood out from Alan Wake because Alan Wake's more of the. Um, Twin Peaks. It's more the Twin Peaks horror, or it's it's very it's very Stephen Stephen King Stephen King. <laughs> well, if we're gonna stay on the the beaten like the offbeat path, Black Ops Three's Weeping Angels Easter Egg. Mm. I know, so I'm not saying it should be on the list. I'm just bringing it up as like a like a for an Easter egg. That's a very interesting one to go with. You know what I mean? Especially for a first person shooter multiplayer, especially. I, let's say goodbye to both. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm just saying for, for, okay. For being an Easter egg though, or for being for a one-off for a game that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's interesting. I'm cutting it, Josh. Goodbye. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the flood in Halo. No, you don't think of that. They're not scary that first time they pop up. Maybe, maybe in legendary mode. They're terrifying. No, I don't think they're that terrifying. Okay, fine. How about this one? Walking into the Death Claw uh, hive or the the lair. Just Death Claw sanctuary. Well, especially walking into the Death Claw lair in three Fallout three. Wait, there's one in three. I've, I'm thinking of the one yeah. in New Vegas. Yeah, I thought the there one was, in yeah, three. It's, yeah, it's the Death Claw sanctuary. Okay. Yeah, I think Death Claw. Anything involving a Death Claw, especially a sanctuary, terrifying. I think. There's a scarier part of Fallout 3. I forget the name of the factory, but there's that factory in the southwest corner of the map that is very fucking haunted. It's not the Nuka-Cola one, right? It might be the Nuka-Cola one. Because I thought there was one where you go through, and at the end of it, once you like survived all, you get like three uh, Nuka-Cola Nuka Quantums. Maybe. It's been, it's been a little bit, and I can't play Fallout 3 on Steam because that version is trash. What you're saying is you have to buy a 360 or find the 360 copy and play it on your Xbox One? Basically. But, yeah, I, 
I mean, I could see Death Claws, the first time you run into a Death Claw, let alone, I couldn't imagine someone's first time with Fallout 3, they've run into that accidentally. <laughs> well, I'm not saying they walk into it accidentally, but if you've never ran to a Death Claw, don't know what a Death Claw is, you're like, oh, Death Claw Sanctuary, I wonder what this is. And you walk in and you're welcomed by, you know, five of them, like, what, what are What is a Death Claw? Like, what creature was it? Was it a cat? Um, For those who don't know, Death if. If you know the movie Pumpkinhead, it's like a big fucking clawy, like, uh, quad freaking pumpkinhead. I thought they were genetically engineered. Maybe. I couldn't tell you. I'm not, I'm not up to date on my Fallout lore. Yeah, I thought they were genetically engineered, but they're basically like, imagine a lion, but bigger with horns. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of the pumpkin head. I'm thinking more of a pumpkin head, like Nick was saying. Yeah, pumpkin head. That's fair. That's fair. Pumpkin head is scary. Uh, yeah, uh, death claws in general can stay for now. Uh, so let's see. Let me read back the list. I know we still got some more to go through. Uh, we've got Lisa from PT, Mr. X from Resident Evil 2, remakes more specifically, Sonic Drowning, Alien Isolation, the um, Xenomorph. Uh, the Crones from The Witcher 3, Five Nights at Freddy, Foxy Running Through the Hall, Econa Canyon from Majora's Mask, Slender from Slender, and Death Claws from Fallout. Fallout 3 more so, specifically. So I've also have considered like games that aren't like story based or single player based. So like um I guess any killer encounter from Dead by Daylight. I, I threw that in there as well. I I almost considered like not throwing in there, but I also didn't thought about like phasmophobia in general, like because it's there's not like specific moments you can name out because it's all different. It's all generated. Well, not always it all generated, but like it's different. Like with Dead by Daylight, you got different killers with different abilities, different characters, different abilities, and then you got phasmophobia where it's gonna be different every time. There's not two same playthroughs except for maybe location. Like, I can't tell you how many times I, I played Dead by Daylight and someone's playing Michael Myers. And he has an ability where if he, like, stalks you, he gets... He levels up. He, gets, he levels up and goes faster. But, like, you can't... Sometimes you can't see where he's, like, he's, like, watching you. And sometimes you, you're not paying attention. You just hear the sudden, music, hear though, the don't music. you? Yeah. Not not if he's far away. Yeah, no, but if he's close enough, but you if he hear level, the music. If he leveled up, oh, your heartbeat will go off if he's... If, he's closer to you, but like he could stalk you from really far away. And there's moments where I've actually seen him looking at me from a distance. And all I see is this dumb white mask. I'm like, Oh shit, this is terrifying. I'll write down being hunted for right now. I think as far as phasmophobia goes, I think, I think you could say the same for both, like the process of being hunted or in phasmophobia specifically, the pro like when you're eventually grabbed by the ghoulie, and you're like you're like screaming, and then like you're grabbed, and you're like I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna put uh, hunt being hunted for both of them for now. Yeah, I was it's good. Yeah, bigger. I was also thinking of games like Ark, where like something in the wilderness just happens to come at you or whatever. You don't see it coming. Like for example, I remember being in the swamp area, not paying attention, and all of a sudden I get bit by a giant snake. I just don't think that's scary. I think that's more suspenseful. So you're telling me you hopped on Ark and you weren't paying attention. You saw a giant snake. I go, like, oh fuck! But that's not scary. That's like, oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! It's panic. I think I think the better I think the better scare of that is like wandering around in Minecraft and like the end, like seeing the purple glow of the Enderman's eyes, or like 
like being in the dark cave and hearing uh, what are the zombies called in Minecraft again? Zombies? Are they are they zombies? zombies? <laughs> is it that simple? Sure is it that simple? Yeah, it's but, that simple. But the like hearing like the low gravelly growl. Ooh. I would oh, say I mean, even like, just hearing hearing the the like, the uh, the lining of the matches on the creepers. That's you know, like, oh fuck. Well, I mean, like Ark has a lot of other things. Like for example, they have caves. And they have like these lizards that kind of blend in to the ceiling that will just drop down on you that you can kind of see before you like walk past them. And you're like, oh shit, he's, he's waiting for me. They have giant spiders in those caves, these giant poison ass centipedes in these caves. Fucking terrifying. Or what, if you encounter... What's the, one, what's the one where like even after it's happened a hundred times, you're like, oh fuck. Maybe encountering a T-Rex because it yells right in your fucking face. I, I could go for the T-Rex. I, I'm thinking of, like, the things where it's happened over and over. Like, you know, the zombie thing happens. Right? Okay, there's a there's a zombie nearby. I got to be careful. The creeper thing happens, and you kind of get more annoyed after a while because you're like, uh, something's about to get fucking blown up. But, yeah, if the, T, if the T-Rex is something that, like, over and over again, you're like, fuck. Maybe over and over again, it would probably either be the Titan Boas the poison snakes, because once it bites you, it can knock you out and kill you instantly. Well, this also or, isn't, this isn't the first time I've heard you bring up the Titan Boas, because so I could see that making the cut for now. And then there are these crocodiles that will leap out of the water and snatch you and just drag you. I don't fuck with crocs. Josh, you're silent. What's going on here? I'm I'm just looking for my next one. That's all. I have okay. a, my huge list, and I'm just they going they also it. have sharks in the game, and they have kraken. I never encountered the Kraken, but I'm sure that'd be terrifying. Gonna need you to narrow it down to one, Jake. I would probably go with the Titan Boas. Titan Boas? Okay. What you got, Josh? Okay, so this next one, I, I just want your guys' opinion. So, uh, Outlast and its DLC, the Whistleblower. The Groom. Yeah, the I, groom I have to agree the, the Groom. The, the Groom, groom is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Just because of how what he's about to do to you, the fact that you've seen him do it to other people. So for those who don't know, in the DLC uh, Whistleblower, you are essentially a different character from the main story who's trying to escape the same facility and is being hunted down. And the one particular one who hunts down is the groom. The groom is looking for the perfect bride. The problem? He's surrounded by men. His solution? He's going to make you real pretty. With what tool, Josh? Uh, it's a saw, isn't it? It's a hacksaw, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and it's gonna hack, baby. If I remember correctly, there's one there's one scene where he basically said here's a part where he's like he, he describes exactly what he's gonna do to you in detail. Yeah, I think the groom can stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh okay, so I've got the groom written down. I've got a few from a series right here that I'm gonna name off. Um, okay. Okay, so this is the Last of Us series. Uh Pittsburgh from the first Last of Us. So Pittsburgh, uh, there are clickers and everything, but I think the scariest part of Pittsburgh is that you're being chased by, I think you're being chased by criminals, by outlaws in a Jeep. And that's at the point where you've met up with the the guy and his brother. And they're basically riding down the suburban street as clickers are coming for you. The truck is coming for you. Terrifying. It's also a very frustrating part of the game. Uh, from the Last of Us 2, the first time you enter the subway in Seattle, and you're in you're in a cross section between uh, the fireflies and 
the clickers and it i think that i think it's also the other unit is there the whistling unit i forget who they are but it the sub the lights go out in the subway like it's all red you hear people being torn apart by clickers you can use the click you can use the two factions against each other it's still terrifying because you're in these subways and like there's people around every corner and then my last one for the series is the Rat King from The Last of Us 2. It's probably the scariest thing in The Last of Us 2. You're in the hospital. Uh, I forget the other girl's name, the one that everyone hates because she was too muscular. I thought she was great. Ab- not Abby. No, it is Abby. I think it is Abby. Sure. But you're going through the hospital looking for, uh, looking for stuff to help somebody, and you end, up in a, you end up in a pit, and the Rat King is basically, you know how like, the rats like a rat king is rats stuck together by their tails and everything. This rat king is basically clickers and dead people stuck together into this giant amorphous blob. And it chases you through the hospital for a little bit. And then you end up having to fight it. I think it's the only true boss fight in the series, if I remember correctly, but this thing is disgusting. If you look at a picture of it, it's awful. And it, the chase is awful. It's, it's, I think it's more quick time than anything, but this thing is just disgusting looking. It really, it really catches you off guard because you're used to just fighting people and then like the random clicker here or there. I think the Rat King can stand on this list, just from, just from that scene. It's a, it's a quick little ten minute scene, but it's like, it just it leaves an impression. It leaves an impression because you're like, oh wow, they could re- like when they do part three eventually, they could really go places. Yeah, my, I, I think I agree with that. I think Lisa, or at least I said Lisa, the Rat King can stay. Mm-hmm. All right. How about the Dead Space Two uh, diagnostic machine? Is that the eye thing? Yep. Oh yeah, it stays. <laughs> yeah, because no matter what, that does not get easy. I mean, succeeding and failing both—it's fucking terrible. Just the fact that you're gonna shove this huge fucking needle through your eye in general. I'm just gonna write Move. needle. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got one I just thought of. The first time it turns to night in Dead Rising 1. Not really. You kidding me? I never thought Dead Rising was like a horror game. Dude, I always took it as so like a, a funny spinoff to, uh, was it Land of the Dead? I think now, it was Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, he was one of them. Now, Dead Rising, if anything's scary, it's that cult. Yeah, well, when when did they start popping up? Day two, I don't remember exactly. I think it's day two. I think it's day two. Night night day two, I believe. But just I I think the first time it turns night is scary because the zombies become more aggressive. Their eyes turn red. It seems like there's a lot more of them too. Not a top ten. Here here's the more scary part. How the hell did the whole population of the town get in that mall? That's that's the true scary thing. It was the center of their town. That's all they. That's all the town of what was it, Williamette or something like that. That's all they well, had. Welcome, welcome to Iowa. Welcome <laughs> I, to I'm just, saying, I'm just saying between Probably. that and two, like three, it makes sense because you're spanned across the whole entire, you know, basically the whole city. Where in one and two, you're in like one central location, and somehow the whole entire population appears there over time, like. Especially with it being locked down. Like, I'm sorry. That's kind of belief. Okay, we can get it. I'm just saying. That's the true scary thing. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Um, I've got I've got another creature. Okay. Late, Actually, late I've, got, I've got two Resident Evil 4 ones right here. 
the first time you enter the village and hear the chainsaw, like near the very beginning, and then the regenerator. Regenerator, yes. Chainsaw, probably not. Because like it, once you go through the game over and over again, it's not really scary. Whereas the, the generator, it gives me nightmares. I know, but I'm talking. I mean, that first time, that first time, like that whole that whole open section. Like I'm I'm dreading just having to replay it when the remake comes out next year. So well, I well then if we're gonna say based on current standards, I would say eight village stands on better grounds because that scene is a lot scarier you're surrounded by fucking lichen oh for yeah the, the opening and then like the giant one comes out at you yep and like you're running throughout the whole entire uh village trying to fend them off like that that to me is a lot more scary because you, with uh, with uh four you can have like literally you could go up the, to the little the little uh tower right there and climb up and down it without even bothering fighting anybody where when you do village you have to fight. You don't have like you, there is no rhyme or reason. You're basically fighting for your life. Have you have you played all of eight? Yeah. Uh, what's scarier, the opening or the um, the dollhouse? I think the opening. I think it's just more of a, it's because it's frantic. Where the the dollhouse, it's. I, I mean, I hear, I hear a lot of things about the dollhouse. Like people really think it's the scariest part of that game. For the first time through, I would I would agree it's probably scarier. But for long lasting, I still think the opening village scene is the scariest, and that's just because it, it, that. And then I would say even the end when you're spoil it for those who haven't played it. Oh, God. Uh, well, especially with the especially with the expansion coming out, uh, when you play as Chris and his team, and you're basically fighting through the village to get to um, the main baddie. I can't remember her name right now off the top of my is head. Marissa or something like that, or. It's something like that, yeah. But when you when you're basically you're fighting through the the village to get to her, that's because it's dark, and, and then all of a sudden some of the houses are catching on fire, and you're fighting lichens left and right. It, it can get terrifying. Okay, I'm adding regenerator and village to this list. Um, let's do let's do rapid fire for what's left, and then we're gonna start ticking things off from what we have here. I've got let's see, I've got. Three more that I want to mention by name. Okay. Uh, the mirror room in Silent Hill Three. The mirror it goes red, and it's like bleeding, and it won't let you out of the room. And then you die. And yeah, I remember die. that one. It's creepy, maybe more annoying than creepy. Uh, the spider in Limbo, or more specifically, just like once Limbo starts getting weird, as like, you get darker into the the cavern or to the yeah. And nah, then, and then Pyramid Head. Jake just doesn't get scared. Jake might be the wrong person for this episode. All right, Jake. Yeah, what do you think? I'm not really that scared. Jake, t- t- draw three more. Come on, what do you got? Uh, I got uh the encounters with Jack and Resident Evil Seven. Mm. Going through that wall randomly. The Kool Aid Man. It. I mean, I would say this: the staircase is, sc- is scarier. Wheelchair lady is scarier. You think so? <laughs> Just because, like, the it's first just old people. The first time I am the first time you come out of the basement and like you're going, you go to turn the corner. Ooh, it's through my and she's right there, and she's right there, and you're like, holy fucking shit, who's moving you? <laughs> All right, Jim. Uh, I'm gonna say the the claw, the blind guys in Resident Evil Four. The blind guys. Oh, the Raven Claw guys. The... And they have the, you have to shoot their back. There's a weak spot. Oh, they've got like the head on. Yeah, yeah. And they're blind. I feel like the regen. Like they're blind, and they're not. They're not scary because they're blind. But they're scary. But I think the regenerator is the better 
But oh, yeah, I want to say moment where you're trapped when you're you fall into that trap that pit that pit early in the castle. The guy, no, 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 no. The one where the the chest the there's a treasure chest in the middle, and all of a sudden a cage drops. Oh, and the, then you, you have these guys coming down. Yeah, they drop one in there with you, with along with a bunch yeah. of the cultists. Yeah, I completely forgot like, about those guys. And it's like right after you run into Ada and you have a conversation with her. Yeah. Or the the right hand man. Oh, the ver- vertigo the or whatever it's called. Yeah, I could I could see that being added for right now. Um, do you have a Do you have a third, Jake? Well, I mean, that was like four. Oh, that was. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? Stop being sneaky. No more. No, no more sneaky for Jake. I don't really. I mean, really, we've just named about everything I could think of. Like. Maybe the introduction to the liquors. Yeah, I, I know it's because it's it's up there with hunters. Even like it's it's not it's scary movie the first time, but after that, it's it's their basic mechanic at that point. You know what I mean? Hunters and liquors always felt like an afterthought in both Resident Evil One and Two. Yeah, I just think they were like, oh, we need to find a variation of this. Oh, let's do this. Okay, yeah, because we had the dogs and the zombies and some crows. Yeah, let's throw in some weird ape looking things, and I don't even know what those technically liquors are. Th- those both felt like they felt like. Someone really enjoyed the dog scare, which we haven't even met. I'm adding the dog scare to the list for now, but it could come off. Um, I don't think anything tops that dog scare as far as like regu- like as far as like regular normal. Yeah, between those two games. What about the I gonna butcher their names, the Wendigo from Until Dawn. The Wendigo. Oh, um I the, haven't played like, Until Dawn, so I couldn't tell you. So I don't I, I haven't I don't. It's been a while since I played it, but essentially they're like kind of like uh, golems, but with uh, oh no, actually no. So have you seen um, oh what's that movie where they go underground and they find those people that are blind that the mutated the descent? Basically that. Just imagine the descent in video game. I'd be I'd play the descent video game. It so essentially like they they find a nest of them. And they lure them back up into the house, and it's you know powers out. They're being hunted down by a serial killer, and then all of a sudden, all this shit's happening. They're being surrounded by these things that are fucking climbing throughout the walls and jumping at them, and they can only sense them by uh, sound, I believe. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there as one. I'm not saying it has to be on the list, but I was throwing one out there. Uh, the other one I was thinking, which I've now lost it on my list. I just had it pulled up. Um, what was it eh, that's probably it honestly i i think we've named just uh actually no we didn't mention the uh the fast zombies in ravenholm and oh, half-life too yeah I'll, get, yeah I'll get it on the list because that that really is terrifying so for those who don't know in half-life 2 you go to ravenholm and it's full of the crabhead zombies you know you're used to it you're frying you're like yeah this is fine whatever well at one point you come across some uh faster ones ones that run at you and can climb and basically are terrifying as fuck because not only are you trying to escape the Ravenholm, but uh, you're doing it with them surrounding you. And there's one point I think you're on a rooftop and you climb into the elevator, go up, and they're already on the roof waiting for you. I'm adding it to the list, but I've got another one that I think could make the list. Okay. Because we've all, we've all experienced it. I'm not even going to say the game name. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to say what it is. Uh, Startling the Witch. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah that never that never gets old actually i would say that and then being jumped on by the uh what is he, the tank 
Not the tank, the one that just jumps on you and then starts wailing on you. Oh, the leaper? I forget what no, they're the, called. Oh, the, the it is leaper, I believe. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Because like, yeah. no matter what you do, that you you could see like you couldn't even see him coming. It's just all of a sudden you're being tackled and it scares the shit out of you because you weren't prepared for it. Like they're the only one in my opinion that truly scare you because once they've got you, you're screwed. Where like if a smoker gets you or a boomer, like you can get around there. That's fine. <laughs> So I was kind of looking up um, some random ones in, like, non-horror games. But seeing a picture of this looks terrifying. And I'm not sure if you guys ever played this game, uh, Subnautica. Oh, the eel in uh, Subnautica? Or not the no, eel. The, the ghost of Leviathan. Yeah, it looks scary. I just don't think any of us have any experience with it that we can really speak yeah. about. And this is, at the end of the day, this is our list, gentlemen. Yeah, it's true. It's our list. No uh, one's, I, I mean, they can judge us all they want. I've got one. All right, last got, one, last one. I've got two Nintendo-related ones. Okay, this is your last one. The Jake gets one more, and then if I have one more, I'll do it, and that's it. Okay, so the sun the sun levels in Mario where the sun chases you. <laughs> and then any of the boss fights in the first Pikmin game. So you got the giant bird. You got the giant um, mushroom guy. Terrifying. Terrifying stuff. Josh was looking up the bird. I actually am looking up the bird. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the bird the bird the bird do your bird all right jake what's your last one? Oh, come back to me come back okay i'll do mine uh i don't have a take well there's one particular moment i'm thinking of but in, in a whole doki doki literature club josh is you're, you're, creepy gonna have, as fuck. you're gonna have to be specific for everybody it's very niche. okay so <laughs> for those who don't know Doki Doki Literature Club is a text-based game, uh, a visual novel. Um, it starts out fine. Like, you're part of a literature club, and you're, like, working with these girls, and, like, you can, like, work together, and you can actually make them fall in love with you and stuff. Uh, but throughout the game, there's something wrong with the girls. They start to get a little creepier. And there's one particular. Um, her name is, um, I think it's Noki. Um, she's, like, she's talking to you, and you, like, romance her a little bit. And she gives you, like, a poem. And it doesn't make any sense. It's, like, all gibberish. And she starts to explain, like, what it is. And it's basically her, like, professing her love to you and wondering why you don't give her enough attention and why you're, like, giving all these other girls' attentions. And as it's happening, it gets more ominous. It gets darker. And then she, like, looks at you. Her eyes go black. And she snaps her neck and just, like, runs at you. And that's the end. But in general, it's creepy because all girls do different stuff. One kills herself. Uh... One is found dead. One goes missing. It's it's a true. It's a really dark, creepy game, and there's multiple endings, and they release multiple versions of it to add more content. They're working towards a new game, actually, and it's supposed to uh, in, like it's like its whole universe. It looks really good. Highly all recommend right. it. All right, all right. I mentioned this one before, but the serial killer's den in Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Basically, it's uh. When you get to the den, you find like a bunch of bodies and blood and, and shit. And when you inspect the knife, the killer comes by and knocks you down and starts monologuing. And <laughs> as they you, do, as they do, yeah, as they do. And then you can you can throw a a, a head at them to stagger them and kill them. But just the the den itself is creepy. I would say the night folks are probably more creepier. Than are the that. night folks the swamp people who like jump you? Yeah, yeah. Like you go to help the one girl, and then they all of a sudden jump you. Yeah, man, I need to. I I got into New Bordeaux or not New Bordeaux, whatever the the southern city is after you 
take care of like the the feuding families after you lose your eye you have an irish guy on your team and he gets killed and then you go to their mansion and kill them all and after i haven't played since then it's probably been four years i think i remember the day it came out because i think you were playing it at thanksgiving you were so excited about it so i sold my i had sold my xbox before it came out and then i bought i think i bought a ps4 that november to play it or something like that i was excited i need to go back and beat it i don't think either of those make the cut though jake yeah. All right, guys. We have we have a lengthy list here to cut down. We got to cut down to ten, and we got to get them ranked. And we're gonna do it tonight. Okay. So let's let's just let's read, read them off all again, yeah, I, and then we'll start with ten. I've got no. What we'll, we'll here's what we'll do. We've, since we've got a handful, we'll read them off, and if we'll be like, if it's one that if it's one that you propose, and you're like, I don't think that's gonna make it. Just cut it. Just cut it. Good. All right. Let's but do if it. you see an argument for it, yeah, keep it. Okay. Uh, first, PT Lisa. I see that staying. That has yep. to stay, yeah. All right, so I'm putting a check mark next to it. Uh, Mr. X. I would say stays. Yeah. I mean, do we want to do we want to lump in Nemesis under Mr. I, I don't find Nemesis yeah, scary anymore. Uh, Nemesis. So, so, his encounters are scary in the in the original. I say you can keep them in there as together because it's the same system. Okay. I'll, you know, just you know what? I think Mr. X deserves his day. So fuck Nemesis. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Well, you're the one that mentioned him anyway. I know. I I just wanted to be devil's advocate. Uh, okay, Sonic anyway. drowning. No, I'd say cut it. Really, I don't think it's number ten. It's well, not we ten. have so many. It's not ten material. Yeah. Uh, the Xenomorph from Alien Isolation. Yes. I mean, I yeah, I think it stays for now. I want to say that's a maybe. Yeah, it, it might barely cut 10, but let's keep going. We can go back and review the reports. Uh, the Crones from Witcher 3. I think this stays personally because the game takes such a left turn because it's just an adventure to find Siri. And then you find yourselves in the you find yourself in the swamp on this. This isn't even a side quest. This is a mainline quest. And these women are fucking scary. And but like they approach you at one point as like these beautiful women, but like you see you've seen their true forms before and they're cannibals and they're eating these children and you're basically caught in the middle. Like you don't, you're the witcher. You don't give a shit. How do you spell them? Uh, the crones. See, I think it's C R O N E S or it might be C H R O N E S. No, R N E S. Okay. Cause, uh, is this the one that was in the show? I don't think the crones have been in the show yet. I don't, I don't Maybe think they're they going to do the, I don't think they're going to do them. Uh, if there's right. even a fourth season at the rate they're going oh, backlash. They oh, they did you it. hear about bad, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you hear about uh, so much backlash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save it for the next episode. We'll bitch about it in the next episode. But they are terrifying, and if you the music changes, like, and there's there's a creature that attacks with them. It, I forget what it's called. Okay, so exactly. let's, let's let's put a check mark by him for now, and the worst comes to worst, thing can be removed later. All right. Up next, Five Night at Freddy's, Foxy in the hallway. Yeah. All right. You should probably watch a clip of that next so you can relate. I'll pull it up. Uh, Iconic Canyon. I see. I like Iconic Canyon in this list because it is um, the only, I think it's one of the only non-horror game things we've got. Okay. We'll keep it on the list just for that. And it's like one of my, like when I get to that point in the game, I'm like, I'm like looking around corners every time because I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I mean, I'm more terrified of the moon still, but. You stare at the moon, okay? You stare at the moon. I do. I go to that tel- uh, telescope and just watch it every single time. Uh, let's see. The one I've got. Okay, so the canyon can stay. I think we can take Slender off just because I think Alien Isolation was, is an updated Same version concept. of that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, death claws. I think they can be removed. We got to trim yeah. down the list, Tr- take off some fat. I mean, it's scary, but it's not that scary. Uh, the dog scene from Resident Evil. That's them the jumping through. Jumping through that's yeah, them jumping I'd through. Nah, I take it off. Not the top list. ten. Not top ten. Not top ten. Um, Ravenholm from Half Life. Um, I mean, for now, I guess keep it on the list. But I don't. I actually don't know how many extra we had. But it, it's like this is gonna be end of top ten. Like it'd be probably past ten, but just as a maybe. Okay. Um, startling the witch in Left for Dead. It's up there. It's the same with the other ones. We can keep it on there, but I don't know how much more we have to take off. Yeah, it's okay. I, I am going to make it, and I'll, I'm lumping Leaper into that. I'm putting that there just because you're, even though you're there playing with your buddies, like that still fucking scares you. Like it, it's, it's a team scare. So, so I'm not saying to remove it. I'm saying it's maybe not top 10. I just don't know how much more we have to remove. Gotcha. Hold on. I'm watching, I'm watching this uh, Five Nights at Freddy's foxy running down the hallway hold on i'm confirming do 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 oh shit oh yeah oh yeah that can stay oh yeah (laughs) it's terrifying yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) all right uh and then let's see we got a few more uh being hunted in dead by daylight or phasmophobia and or phasmophobia i i think that stays on there because it's yeah i mean it's it's different every time okay uh the titan boa in arc Nah, I mean, like, scarier than Resident Evil Dogs, but probably not top 10. Yeah, all right. Uh, The Groom in Outlast. I mean, he is terrifying, but like I said, I just don't know what what fat was left to trim. Like, he's, I want to see he's on the same list as, like, any other bad guy that comes in Outlast, because he ends up dying anyway. I'd, I'd put him toward, I mean, I'd put him toward, I think he, I, I think 10 years from now, when we're looking back at horror games, I think the groom will stand out. Like, I think the groom, and we don't have pyramid head on this list because fuck pyramid head. I think we're beyond pyramid head right now. But I think, I think the groom, when we look back 10 years from now, we'll be on list with pyramid head. Okay. So I think we can keep him. I think we can cut rat King from the last of us too. Yeah. Because while it's scary, um, not really what last of us is going for especially last of us 2 being a vengeance tale it feels very out of place i mean let's face it it was not enough to keep it so mainstream that they actually went back and remade one so you know i don't i don't even know if it's actually called the rat king or not and we'll have to double check that it is it, it is, is. The rat king. yeah i didn't know if that was an internet given name uh dead space 2 the eye needle it's it's I mean, scary, but I, I think we can cut it from, from the list. I mean, I think it plays on a different kind of fear. Like everything yeah. else is playing on like the oh shit, that's a scary looking thing. This is playing on oh fuck, I don't want that to happen to my eyeball. My eyeball. Yeah, body body horror. Yeah, it's playing on the body horror. All right, keep it on the list. We're gonna have to trim more. I know. Oh that, no, we're definitely gonna trim more. Uh, so then the bottom of this list, what's left is the Regenerator in Resident Evil 4, the Village intro in RE8, and the Vertigo. Which one's the Vertigo again? Uh, uh, the, the... Right, the right-hand man for Salazar. I, I think those can all be cut. Yeah, all, all, all three. three? Yeah, I think all three of them can be cut. All right, goodbye, Resident Evil. You had made a valiant effort there in those later stories, but fuck you. All right, so let me count out how many we got left here. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10, 11, 12. We got it down to 12, boys. We got to cut two. We got to cut two. Um, All right, so let's start from the, the top again. Okay, so PT Lisa, I think PT Lisa stays. PT Lisa stays for sure. Give her another check mark. Like. Mr. X. Give him another check mark. Alien Isolation. Another check mark. The crones, I say, I say the crones are here, guys. I, think I don't know. The cro- I, don't I know swear the crones that. are here. Hold, Jake, on, hold on, watch. I, there's a lot of videos to it, but just look at the fuck. Like you, you, okay, do you have a on. general idea of how The Witcher Three is how how it works as a game. Hold, so before we make our arguments, how about this? So this is a maybe. Let's put a dash next to it. We're gonna pick. Uh, we'll do all the dashes. We'll see what's left, and then we'll go from there. Five Nights at Freddy Foxy's. I think I can think Foxy can stay because that's pretty. Yeah, Foxy can definitely stay. That shit's terrifying. Uh, Iconic Canyon. Uh, Good. Uh, I'd say put a dash for now. Dash for now. Uh, Being hunted. I'm sorry. I skipped over. Ravenholm. Dash. Dash. Uh, Startling the Witch. Did we keep Startling the Witch? We kept Startling the Witch. We we also kept the Leaper. No. Dash, dash. No, I, yeah, just cut him. Just cut him. Yeah. Uh, being hunted in Dead by Daylight slash Phasmophobia. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Groom and Outlast. I think that's a yes. Yeah, keep him as a yes. And the Dead Space 2 Eye Needle. Keep that as a yes. All right, so let me count these. One, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So wait, I think by cutting the witch and the leaper, I think we got us down to ten. I thought they were one. I, I separated them. I, I put them together, oh, but then well. I separated them again. <laughs> well, then we're good. Let's everything stays that we have. All right, so now we got to rank them. Um, guys, I don't want to put the cart before the horse but i do think number one is lisa yeah i i have to agree lisa is like pt has left such a stamp in the horror community there's no way you can't people are remaking it in the most random shit but i love that because honestly if if they would have kept it that would have been i think it would have been a game that changed the industry forever i mean the demo changed the industry forever i think the game itself would have done it I, I think 10 years from now, Kojima and Konami kiss and make up. And they're like, hey, let's make a PT. Well, aren't they? Uh, isn't someone like remaking Silent Hill now? Mm. There are a bunch of Silent, Silent Hill, Hill too. There are a bunch of Silent Hill games being made right now, but we'll, uh, we'll cross those bridges when we get to them. Fair. So I think we're all pretty much in agreement that Lisa's number one. Um, yeah. Let's look at the rest of this list. Uh, I think we can put Ravenholm at number 10. Yeah. Because it's scary. Like, the overall moment is scary. I would even, I would say then Zelda's right in front of him. Because it's really not that... Like, it's that... For what it is, it can be scary. But as far as, as the rest compare, it's really not that scary. Honestly, after watching The Crones, I would put The Crones at number 10. The Crones at number... Jake, The Crones... Okay, Hold on, time out. I'm gonna make an argument for the crones. Oh like, they're not that scary. scary. I, can't, I can't do this anymore. It's the atmosphere. It's Josh. You're gonna have to for a little bit longer. I can't. The crones. 
the whole the whole series is basically this big political mess that the like there's all this political stuff going on the witcher is just there looking for siri like not really wanting to get involved in anything and yes like some of the monster hunts that he does are scary but this is a mainline quest this is a mainline quest this is this wasn't like an off the beaten path hey we're going to take this contract and hunt these monsters down no, you're looking for this woman. You end up in the swamp where these children are disappearing from this nearby village. And you basically decide if the woman dies or the children dies, being eaten by these cannibals. And they're just, look. I mean, did you look at all three of them? Did you watch like a video of I them watched, moving? I watched the video, yeah. And then they're just, they're terrifying. And, oh man, it's just the most eerie thing because the rest of the game is like, high fantasy very political like oh we have to stop this force from doing this or this force from doing that oh where's syria i have to find her and it just takes a fucking left turn and you're just like i want to get out of this part i'm fucking scared of this part of the game i want out now if they showed them eating the kids then maybe time out they show them cooking them I don't see that. It's it's later in the game, but you see them cooking the children. Okay, how about this, guys? Because this is obviously going to be a very compelling argument. We have a bigger list. Let's put them on pause. Let's not put them in a place yet. Let's put everything else in a place, and then we can decide where they end up on the list. Fair? Fair. I still say Ravenholm yep. is 10. That's, that's fine. Ravenholm, I agree. Ravenholm can be 10, and I think Zelda should be right behind it. That's that's the argument is like that Zelda should if the crones should be lower than Zelda or not. That's the argument yeah, we're having. Jake said it should be number ten. <laughs> I so think Raven Ra- be number I think nine. Ravenholm's number ten. Okay, we're not gonna get back to this argument. So I think for now, we can agree Ravenholm was ten for now, and Zelda's right behind it at nine for now. No, I, that's Josh. That is the argument. That is oh the argument. God. So let's just keep let's keep Ravenholm at ten, and then we'll come back to Zelda and Crone. Okay, I feel like that's going to be the mix-up there. <laughs> the mix-up right now is Jake saying it should be ten. We have Ravenholm well, as ten. Well, Jake is wrong. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> just, just move on for now. We'll where, come back. Where are we to putting Mister? Where, where are we putting Mister X? Uh, so we have Lisa as one, or not Lisa? Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. Okay, we have PT as one. PT Lisa as one. Yeah. Okay. So. For now, I say Mr. X is number three. What are you putting above it? What are my options? No, other than the three we've been arguing for for the past ten minutes? Uh, well, the crone should obviously be number two. Oh, no, my so God. Your options, just go. your options are, so there's Mr. X, Alien Isolation, the crone, uh, Foxy, Iconic being Canyon. Haunted. Being Haunted. Being Hunted at number two? Or hunted at number yeah, two. I want to say Being Hunted is number two because that, that could be in any... I could... I mean, just the, the from the two from the two games that we've discussed about it, I could see that being number two. Yeah, I'd say number two. And then Mr. X at number three, are we all in agreement? Yeah. I'm fine. fine with that, yes. All right. So let's see. We still have Alien Isolation, The Crones, Foxy, Iconic Canyon. I want to say... The Room and Dead Space. I want to say the groom, maybe seven. Josh, the groom is your boy. What you got? I think I agree with seven. That's fair. He's still on top ten, so my boy still represents. Because, like, the groom, you're always going to be in the same situation with the groom. 
Whereas like yeah, Xenomorph, Xenomorph, you can die in almost any situation. Whereas you know your fate with the groom. So are we saying Xenomorph is number uh, four? Probably four, yeah. Okay. How do you spell Xenomorph? No, I know how to spell Xenomorph. It's, it's not a spell Xenomorph. I think it's, part, I think it's A-L-I-E-N-S. Yes. All <laughs> right. So then what is remaining? We have one, two, three, four spots to fill. Five, six, eight, and nine. The four remaining are the Crones from Witcher 3, Foxy from Five Nights at Freddy, Iconic Canyon and Mizora's Mask, and Dead Space 2, The Eye Needle. I think five should be Foxy. Foxy. Six should be... Um... No, one, one at a time. One at a time. Okay, yeah. Five Foxy for sure. So why, why Foxy above The Eye Needle? Because Fox is kind of spontaneous. Yeah. Whereas the eye needle, you can kind of control. A little more static, whereas the Foxy is not static. It can be different every time. You're not expecting him when, when you're, like, where you're... You know the needle's coming. Well, then I, I could argue that the needle should be number nine, then. That's fair. Well, you, yeah, sure. That's fine. Just, just like I know the crones are coming, too, right? Yeah, that's. I if you play I, it once, you already know. That's. I could see. You know what I think. You know what I. You know what I personally think. I think the crones are number seven, and the groom moves up to six. He's trying so hard to get the crones to be further that's, from ten. That's what's fun he about these he, lists. That's what's fun about these lists. He knows he's wrong. He knows he's wrong, but he's like, God damn it, I want top seven. I'll take seven, guys. I'll take seven. See, earlier, he's like, they're number two, right? They're number three? No, now, now they're seven. He'll take so seven. So the reason, the reason I want to put the crones above Iconic Canyon, not, it's not a fuck you to Jake. It could be, but it's not. The reason I want them above it is because... While Iconic Canyon is scary, it matches the vibe of the rest of the game. That's the whole. That's my whole reason. Because the, the crones, the section where the crones are at, does not match anything else in The Witcher. At least on the main storyline. So, it's not that I want Iconic Canyon to be above the crones. Because I don't care if I, I brought that up or not. I just don't think the crones are scary. Have you played that's The Witcher also, 3? Hold on. That's, that's based on opinion, though. This is a very opinion-based list. So, right now, b being realistic, based on replayability. Not replayability, no. What do you think is the scariest? This is me trying, this is me trying to convince you guys well, that... Well, if we're going to be honest, it's fucking Legend of Zelda, fucking kid game, guys. That should be number 10. If we're going to be realistic <laughs> right now, that should be fucking number 10. And we can't argue about that. But There's Josh, nothing the reason scary. it's higher than number 10 is because if you're, coming from, if you're coming from Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time has some scary moments, some scary, but not, nothing like, nothing like Majora's Mask, a lot of that game is grief. A lot of that game is about grief, and you feel that in the four areas throughout the world. And you also feel it in Clock Town, uh, too. Um, so saying it's a kid's game, I think that's, I think that's an oversimplification of the game. Because yes, at the end of the day, it's a Nintendo kids. It's it's a kids game, but like 
there's a lot of grief in that game. <laughs> well, yeah, there is. But like I said, like we're arguing over the fact of three ugly bitches who eat children. Whoa, hey, let's let's curb that. They no. ate. Wait, wait, children. listen here. Oh, Nick, did you think Hocus Pocus was scary? No, Hocus Pocus is like a campy Disney movie. It's exactly the same thing. No, wait, it's they not. Ate, wait, they ate children, didn't they? They yes. their souls to live longer? Yeah. Yeah, but that's, Sarah, that's essentially it. I mean, no. Look at uh, you guys. Obviously, you, bo- you both obviously haven't children. played The Witcher Three. You both obviously have not played it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have three thousand hours to spend on that, Nick. These women are terrifying. They are terrifying. I'm not. I, I'm looking at them. They're not terrifying. Put some respect on their names. They are terrifying. It's the. It's what a vibe. Names? It's a whole vibe. I, I've got to pull them up again. It's a whole vibe. I again, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Iconic Canyon in the in Majora's Mask is scary, but it matches the vibe of the rest of that game. That's the vibe. That, that's the vibe going in. So yes, they have a few more ghosts, and like it's very creepy. It's a it's a desert, but like they put you in a swamp, and these women are eating children, and they've kidnapped these children, and this woman who has run from her husband thinks this is her only way out of that relationship. And so really she's caught between this abusive husband of hers. And I didn't even bring up another scary. So this, the red Baron side, side mission, like the, not the side, but like the main part, basically the, his wife runs after she has a miscarriage and there's more monster lore there, but the monster, like, so the lore in the Witcher is, if you don't have a proper burial for the fetus, it comes back as this monster and it's haunting this man. So you help this man by finding this monster and you have to, he has to bury the monster and then they take care of that. And he's like, okay, well now I want to find my wife. And basically she's caught between that depression. And he, he admits to being abusive towards her. And it's it's this whole like really well done story. And it's the opening hours of the game. This isn't something, this isn't something that like it took you 15, 20 hours to get there. If you are mainlining this, you're getting there very fast. This is like right, this is like right outside of the tutorial area. So my question though is like, so for like a person like me, I don't do the main quest. I do all the side quests I possibly can until I'm forced to do the main quest. Dude, like this is like, there's a reason people still play The Witcher 3. That main is one of the best main quests in any game I've ever played. Okay, so what's so what's the argument here? You're trying to make it six or seven? I would make it I would move the groom up to six and make this seven over Iconic Canyon. Okay, so then what's eight? Iconia Canyon. What's nine? The eye needle. And then what's ten? Ravenholm. If if it ends this conversation with the crones, because I promise you this is I bought The Witcher 3, the game of the year edition, to play it, because I have only got like fifteen hours in on the Xbox and I wanted to play it again, never did. If this ends this fucking conversation so I don't ever have to have the conversation again and only hear the crones one more time when I play it, I will fucking end it right here with that. I will agree with Nick. Guys, play The Witcher 3. You're you're missing it. You're ruining it by giving me this whole explanation. First off, spoiler alert. Spoiler fucking Motherfucker, you knew what this was. The game's old. Come on, no excuse. You knew what this was, Josh. I'm just saying, spoiler. You, you knew what I, I want to play it. I wanted to play it. You know what? You know what? You're being so petty. I want to move the groom down to eight, and then you know what? I'll take seven and give Jake is Iconic this, Canyon at is six. This your list? Is that. this your list, Nick? This is our yeah, list. I'm just so saying, so Josh is being petty. Here's the thing. I took, agree. Most, 
I've got the most things on there, and I'm pretty sure PT, the thing I brought up, is number one. So oh, blow it out your, blow it out your ass. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I fine. Don't I'm, knock I'm it. in agreement. I'm in agreement just because you've given it so much heart, and you're so adamant about giving it number seven. I'm willing to give it to you. That's what these lists are about, my dog. That's what I that's will what give that are. to you. But just know, PT is number one. It's got to be. It's got to be. A, it's got SMD. We're not talking PT. It's got to be consensus, Jake. Have I convinced you? No. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Jake, make your case. Of like why it shouldn't. Be. Why iconic Honestly, canyon should I'm be over the crone? Why the iconic canyon should be over the crone? Um, because the uh, encountering a mummy in that canyon is more terrifying than these these witches. Mm. All it does is freeze you for a moment. The music, the music in the canyon is more terrifying than these witches. Jake, I'm talking the whole moment with the witches. Like, you go, you get into. I watched, I watched the whole, all the scenes with the witches. None of it's terrifying. Did you have them like? But you're missing the vibe of it. You're going from, you're going from, you're in this embarment where all these soldiers are at. You're riding south into the woods. And that's the music turns. You feel the wind blow. Like it gets creepy, dude. I mean, I could probably put like a a bloodborne scene that's scarier than this, dude. You you guys are ridiculous. I just, I just can't believe whoa, the, whoa, disre- the disrespect. Whoa. The disrespect. Whoa. The disrespect. Like a tide a tide boa in arc is terrifying than these witches. The mad, mad, disre- mad disrespect on the crones right now. Okay. So, okay. So Nick has made his stance of where it should be. Jake, what, in what order do you stand as far as from six to ten? In the crones? No, just With six every to ten. ten. What With is your order six, six to ten. ten? What is your order for six to ten? Oh, okay. Um, so the Half-Life people at ten. Um, I... I, uh, Dead Space 2, um, The Canyon, Crones, Groom. The, the Canyon and then The Crones? Yeah. And then moving The Groom up to six? Yep. I so think... Wait, we just we sat here and listened to this argument for like 30 minutes <laughs> for Jake just to finally fucking agree? Uh, okay. I think this is the last time we do a top 10. No, never. This is no, this not was fun. the last time, but... This was fun. I've looked through extensive lists today, actually over the weekend. Crohn's was not mentioned in any of them. Those lists were all... It's because all those lists are after SEO, Jake. Yeah, I have to agree. So I, I, I honestly looked at older lists that weren't going for SEO. Like, it was like an older time. That's where I found a couple of my good ones. I was like, okay. Like, PT, no matter what was going to be up there. But that that's because it... It truly changed the horror game genre, and it's a demo for Christ's sake. That's yeah. That's my beef with any list you find on the internet now is you're going to find the same ten things because they know what. If you search ten scariest moments in video games, PT, uh, something from Resident Evil, either Mr. X or Lady D or uh, the the guy that you brought up from Seven, uh, they're all doing. They're, yeah, they're all doing the same thing. But no, this was fun. So here here is our list number what ten. Number 10, Ravenholm from Half-Life 2. Number 9, The Eye Needle from Dead Space 2. Number 8, The Iconic Canyon from Majora's Mask. Number 7, The Crones from The Witcher 3. Number 6, The Groom from Outlast. 
the whistleblower. Uh, number five, Foxy running through the hall in Five Nights at Freddy's. Number four, the Xenomorph in Alien Isolation. Number three, Mr. X in Remake 2. Number two, being hunted in Dead by Daylight, Phasmophobia, basically anything. And number one, Lisa from PT. Guys, that's a good list. This is agonizing, though. This was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed this. I, no, it was fun. It was fun up until you guys kept fighting over the one, one to two of them. And it was just like, oh my god, that's the that's on. the fun part. The, the debate. You, I don't. I don't enjoy the debate because it's like we we're good up until the crone. The crone is haunting me in my dreams tonight. I'm telling you, when we do game of the year at the end of the year, there's going to be debate. Josh, be ready. Be ready for uh, it. Okay. Well. Thanks for joining everyone. We appreciate the time. Oh, let me let me do that, <laughs> you big baby. Um, yeah. So that was uh, that was our top ten scariest moments. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, hope you are getting all the candy. I will not be getting any candy this year, sadly. My trick or treater in the house is sick, so I will be home, sitting at my computer, doing computer things. Uh, what are you guys doing for Halloween this year? Chinese uh, food and scary movies. Really. What about you? Yeah. Dude? Uh, nothing really. I don't know. We live we live in a small neighborhood, so I'm not sure if they're gonna actually be any trick or treaters or anything. Hmm. I hope your house gets egged. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. Are... I hope the crones get you. I hope the crones get you. Oh well, according to you, they're not scary, so I won't get gotten. Um, everybody. Oh, I mean, they're scary to you. They are, dude. They're scary. Uh. You can so you guys can still find me at, on Twitter at that Kaufman. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Night. Jake, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, at TikTok and Bebo with MySpace and Facebook, and that's all I got. Jakey Boy Kaufman. There, there you go. Josh, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, and I am Josh Sang. Do you know what he's saying? Go on Twitter. You don't. Uh, as always, if you haven't done so already, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, as always, thank you to the Trident Network for having us on as a family member. Uh, go check out our sibling podcast. Thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for our song, Hunt Him Down, that we use for the intro and outro. Uh, as always, this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you had a smashing great time. We'll see you next time. <laughs>